Welcome to the Empowering the Light podcast. Woot woot! I'm Lily Augustine, light worker, womb wisdom guide, and artist, and this podcast is all things love and light, empowering true autonomy and inspiring along the way. I cannot wait for you to dive into this next episode, and I honor the light that you are spreading in this world. Welcome back, everybody. I know it's been a little bit since I put out the last episode. I think it's been a week already. So if you've been following my episodes, you know they've been coming out super quickly. And this one is coming out at perfect timing because right now I have Natalie Bayer with me, who is such an amazing light. I love following her on Instagram. I love everything that she posts. And I'm so honored that she's able to be here with me today. Thank you, Natalie, so much for being here. Aw, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. You're so welcome. I'm so excited too. So Natalie is an LA-based energy worker and facilitates through the modalities of sound healing, Reiki, meditation, and positive mindset coaching. I love that. And I actually, I first, I think that I found you through one of your ads on Instagram. I think it popped up and it was for your sound healing challenge that you did like for balancing your chakras. Yes, that was a New Year challenge. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I found you through that. And I remember doing, that was like the first introduction I ever had to sound healing. I remember doing your video and thinking it was so powerful. And then a few months later, you kind of did like a reintroduction of yourself on your Instagram. And I like sat there in my car after like going and getting Trader Joe's and like going and getting groceries. I sat there reading the whole thing and like went into the comments and I was sitting there being like, I resonate with everything she's saying. Oh. I was so happy when you said yes to be on the podcast. <laughs> Babe, I just, that makes my heart sing. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yes, it, meant, it meant, it was a really beautiful experience getting to know you on Instagram. And I kind of do this thing and I, I'm actually, I don't know if I've actually talked about it on this podcast before, but I do this thing where I follow people for a long time and like Instagram is so open that like we're all kind of like showing our lives and I'm like, Yes. No, it's so funny you say that. Social media, especially nowadays with this experience that we're all going through of just taking things virtually and living through these quote unquote avatars. But there's also such a positive openness that comes with that kind of virtual community because there are no boundaries with geography, right? Like you said you're in DC, right? Yeah, it's like, you know, we're connecting and that's so beautiful because maybe we wouldn't have otherwise if it wasn't for these. We definitely wouldn't have otherwise if it wasn't for these platforms. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I feel like quarantine just like stuck us into this, okay, everybody go find each other from around the world now that you can't like go see each other in person. Yes. And I feel like it opens up like all these different avenues. Like I started this podcast midway through quarantine and it was it was part of me wanting to feel that connection with people again after being like stuck in my apartment and it's really amazing like you said to see that community that social media can bring in and that connection Mm -hmm. and and now being being able to actually like talk to you like screen to screen and still feel your energy through the screen which is really amazing likewise sister yes so powerful okay well natalie how did you become doing what you do? Like, how? what is your story for all of our listeners who don't know? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> the story begins when I was born. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, um, I love it. You know, yeah, it's, it's everyone's journey, right? It's just like one step after the other. And I always like to say life can only be understood backwards because when you look back, every single thing as trivial as it may have felt at the time was just maybe a little pebble that created this domino effect for this avalanche, right? So my journey started, you know, sound healing specifically came to me in a very serendipitous way. So I moved to LA about five years ago and obviously moving to LA and already being so interested in all things, wellness, spirituality, mental health, um, ascension, right? It's, 
it, I was just like, this whole new world was opened up to me. So obviously I started going to different classes, you know, on top of my yoga, I would venture into breath work, meditation classes. And then I found sound healing, just attending sound baths. And it was really one of my first experiences being in meditation and getting into such a deep state transcending this 3D reality. And at the time I didn't have the words for it, right? But it was just like, whoa, I'm so deep in this. And an hour just went by and it feels like five seconds. So that's when I really started falling in love with it. Yeah, and it was just magical. And I've always loved music. I think everyone can can relate. Music is such a healing modality, whether it's classical music or jam bands or electronic, you know, things that get you to move, to feel like everyone's gotten chills from songs before. So music in itself is so healing. And um, I was working at this company at the time um, and it was a, a data analytics company, just like completely other side of the spectrum. But again, everything happens for a reason. So I was at this company and I'm really grateful for my time there. But while I was there, I was like, this is not what I want to do. Like, what am I doing here? I just don't really, you know, it's not really passionate for me to come into work every day. And I think a lot of people can feel that way, but there is so much magic in everything that we do and, and just being open-minded, you know, I'm always open to finding the magic in whatever it is, whether it's data analytics or, you know, a breathwork class, right? There's magic everywhere. So this company was, it is amazing. And they invest a lot into, you know, culture, employee happiness. So they actually had a yoga teacher come into the office like two to three times a week in the middle of the day to like teach yoga. So they would, you know, encourage people to take an hour out of their day, the middle of the day to go do yoga. And obviously I was like, sign me up. So I started going to yoga and this yoga teacher was, and is just, she quickly, quickly became a dear friend and even more quickly became a mentor to me. Just someone that I would look up to, someone whose perspective, I just really valued her energy. She was just so healing for me to be around. Definitely a, a cosmic connection, soul sister. And, you know, I just be, became very close with her. And um, yeah, and over time, as we got closer, she at one one day she was like, "Hey, um, I want to talk to you about something." And I was like, "Yeah, what's up?" And she was like, "You know, I'm feeling really called to invite you to this soundology course that I'm taking this summer. I don't know why, but I just feel like I should tell you." And I was like, "Huh? Like that's interesting. I mean, I love sound baths, but I've never thought about being a soundologist, sound healer, and..." Um, rewinding a little bit, I was, I've had been trying to take yoga teacher training for like two to three years, had the money saved. And I, at first I couldn't find a studio that I felt really connected to, to do my training at, because if you've taken any sort of, you know, training in, in the sense of in that realm, whether it's meditation teaching or yoga or soundology, you have to be really connected to the teachers, you know, because that's who you're learning from, not just the technique, but also the philosophy and, and the perspectives and the way of being. So when I finally found my home studio, I had just missed the mark to sign up for that year's yoga teacher training. So I had all this money saved and no yoga teacher training to take, but I knew I wanted to take it there. Funny story is that she also was a teacher at that studio. But anyway, so when she told me about this soundology course, I was like, you know, I'm going to sleep on it. Like something about this is like sparking a little bit inside of me. But like, I don't know why, because I've never thought about being a sound healer. And um, I went to bed and, and I was like thinking about it. And then I woke up the next day and I was like, this feels like a hell yes. And I was like, I don't know what it is, but like, I feel it in my gut. I feel it like this feels like a yes, and I'm just going to do it. So I signed up and um, my teacher, her name's Lauren Wagner. She, her course, her method of teaching is uh, soundology. And day one of soundology, it was like a spark was lit up inside of me that has just been growing and just becoming this flame and 
And then, yeah, from that point on, I was like, this is something I want to do. This feels, this feels like it's for me. So that's, that's how I got into sound healing. And then from there, it's just been, um, paths that have revealed themselves and different, you know, courses that I've taken. Um, and I'm still very much on my journey. You know, we all are forever until, until the day we take our last breath and then take our new one in our next life, in our next lives. But, um, but yeah, so, so that's kind of how that journey started. Love that. That's so powerful. It's so amazing listening to people's journeys and how like the universe, like, brings all of these beautiful like blessings and miracles your way and I love that like the yoga teacher training was like so like the deadline had been passed and you weren't able to yeah. sign up and then all of a sudden soundology came along it was like perfect timing <laughs> yes yes and then a year later I ended up doing my yoga teacher training which it was like at that point you know, I was so much more open. I had so much more understanding. I was so much more deeply rooted in my own practices because of soundology, that yoga teacher training, it just hit differently. You know, it yeah. just resonated differently and it just elevated me in such a way that it couldn't have had I done it a year before, you know, again, just life can only be understood backwards. Yes. I love that. Actually thinking about that, I did my meditation teacher training prior to yoga teacher training. I'm currently in my yoga teacher training. Um, and, and I think it's the same thing. Like, I'm like, I'm already so rooted in my meditation practice and my self-care practice that mm. yoga teacher training is just kind of like this out, it just like elevated it all to the next level, which I completely, totally. I had done my yoga teacher training first. It would have been a very different experience for me. Um, totally. And wouldn't have been on the same level. So I love that. Mm. I love that you said that. I never like made that click in my head until you said that. I was like, yeah. Oh, I can do that too. <laughs> totally. And like, listen, yoga will always be my first love. That is what opened my heart and my eyes and my mind to this entire world. Um, and I think that happens for a lot of people. Yoga tends to be a gateway for a lot of people, which is so beautiful because yoga is a practice that, you know, once you start, it never stops. Not just like the asanas, right? Like the philosophy and the way of being and the way of thinking. And yeah. I think that's what really appealed to me was like the philosophy of yoga. Mm. Like I oh, yeah. was very active. So like the asanas were like, okay, yeah, great. This is another like active thing, but like, exactly what you were saying of finding that teacher that really resonates with you and that philosophy. Mm. It was so funny because like I had been following my yoga teachers who are Matt and Ash for like a really long time and all of a sudden they were like, okay, yeah, we're holding this teacher training. It's like half online, half in Hawaii. And I jumped on it. I was like, yes, I've been following your philosophy for so long. It resonates so much. I like want that in my life. And it, it's so powerful when you like click with that teacher and it's like, yeah, that's the philosophy yeah. that I want in my body. And yoga Yoga is such a beautiful philosophy of love to begin with that it just, I feel like it complements everything. <laughs> it's so amazing. Yes. Big, giant, like, hug, almost, which is kind of a weird way to put it, but. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Definitely. Yes, I love that. And that made me think of something else. It was something else that you had just said. Um, oh, that we're always a student. I think that that's something that I remember hearing this, some, um, actually the first person I ever had on this podcast, Cass O'Neill, she had said this on her Instagram once, and I really, I really resonated with it. She was like saying how like all healers, everyone who's in this world, like all these guys, we're all students ourselves because we're mm -hmm. ever growing students. And I love that you had said that too. And I think that's really powerful for all of our listeners to know yeah. is that there's no, there's like, there's no hierarchy within mm. like this realm of spirituality and consciousness of all of this we're all learning and guiding each other it's about finding that person who like you click with and who yeah. you want to learn more with and who you want to take that journey with um, yeah. and I think that's also for everyone who like wants to enter this world and they're like oh like is there enough room for me like there's always enough room for everybody because we're all Absolutely. together yes so yes that is such a good point it's like 
you know, we're, there's so much humility that can be found in that, right? Remembering that we're always students, but then there's also so much empowerment that can be found in the fact that we're always students, right? There's always more to learn, which is exciting, but then also that we're also all teachers and we're all expanders. We're, you know, it's like, Yes, you can be more knowledgeable on one thing than another, but we're all here to teach each other. We can all learn something from one another, whether it's energetic, emotional, technical, it, you know, it's, it's empowering and humbling at the same time, which I think is really beautiful. And then it just gives you a different perspective, right? With everyone that you meet, it's like, what can, what can I learn from you? And being authentically interested in what people have to teach and, and that just creates more space for more insightful conversations and true authentic connection. Um, yeah. Yes, I love that. And I love that authentic connection. I think that that's so important now mm. in the time that we're in. And as we like make these connections over social media, it's like, how do we make those super authentic? Like, how do we kind of break that veil that social media, social media gives us and really step into those yes. connections around us? Um, I don't have the answer to that. <laughs> I, don't, I actually have no idea how we do that, but yeah, I, like, I mean, yeah. totally. I think it's hard, right? Cause it's like, you know, you, you want to post about the things that light you up. You're not going to post about the things that bring you down, but maybe you are. And if you do, then that's beautiful. Maybe we need more of that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Social media is a really, is an amazing platform so needed right now it's so yeah interesting in the way it works Mm -hmm. but I love that like that uh, that idea of like making authentic connections with all the people around you um and I love that I'm able to do that with everybody on this podcast it's like get on here and talk with you and be like yes like let's connect and I think that that's one of like the most beautiful things when I meet people um it's like that energetic exchange where it's like we're both students and we're both teachers and we're both friends Mm -hmm. at the same time and like yes. we're both learning from each other and we're also both really good friends and we're also like both teaching each other like different things because mm-hmm. we both have different strengths and it, it's so amazing how every single person has like this own inner teacher and this own inner learner inside them and each person has their own strength that comes out yeah. when talking to them because like none of us are the same none of us have we may like have similar knowledge but like our intuition our wisdom is all slightly different so it's so amazing totally totally and I think it's also so beautiful if we think about it you know we're all unique emanations of the of the divine we're all part of this you know bigger unified energy but the way that we express it and the way that it manifests and everybody is so different so it's like I see you and I see me in you and I can learn from you you know it's like this mixture of Connectedness. (laughs) Connectedness. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that, like, that, like, phrase at the end there, the I see me and you and I can learn from you and we're connected. I love that. Everyone who's listening, try, like, see what happens when you start bringing that, like, philosophy into your life of, like, seeing that mm. divine, seeing you and everybody around you. It really, it, it's really a transformational shift when you start interacting totally. with people. It's so totally. amazing. Totally. And it totally just elevates, you know, the frequency that you're vibrating at, right? It's like similar to how you can walk into a room and you can automatically sense if people have been, you know, maybe speaking um, bad things about you, right? Like you can sense that. The same way you can sense when you walk into a room and people have been praising you and and cheering about you and just saying loving things about you. So if you lead life that way, just imagine the energy that you're going to portray and share with others, and that's going to come back to you. Yes, I love that. And have you had any like personal experiences within your life where you've like felt that energetic shift, where you felt like the impact of bringing that energy into a room everywhere you go do you have any like personal experience that felt like it clicked yeah I think I think it's not been like big experiences just little experiences and being able to tell the difference between even when I'm teaching and I walk into a room I walk into the studio ready to go teach and I am just coming from this elevated place the class tends to be 
so much more elevated in itself. People tend to come out of it feeling so expansive because we all collectively will, you know, bounce this energy off of each other. And of course, as a teacher, you know, it's a big responsibility to come in and, and hold space, right? Because that's all we're doing is we're holding space. And but when you walk in and you come in holding space from an elevated place, other frequencies tend to match yours, right? They tend to elevate it, which helps elevate everybody's even more. So yeah, for sure, there is definitely a big difference when I walk into the studio and I just maybe got in a fender bender and I'm not able to shake it off, right? And the class ends up just feeling a little bit like, I don't know, just, just not the same when I walk into the room and, and I sit down and meditate before I start teaching. And then when it's, class starts it's already this elevated place that we're coming from yes i feel like that that leads into like a beautiful point of like taking responsibility of your energy and like realizing mm -hmm. that you have the power to like yeah. shift the energy all around you which i think is something yeah. that get lost in our society right now with the idea that like oh all these other people are like uh affecting me and like all of these other people are like affecting my mood but really realizing that you can be the one that elevates your own energy and there's all around you at the same time like taking realizing the power and the like empowerment that's within that and realizing that you can make that energetic shift for yourself and not wait for yeah. someone else to do it for you and then it totally. elevates the whole room around you which is so amazing exactly Yes, we, we're all light workers. Every single human being on this planet is a light worker. And if you take that responsibility to heart and you say, I have to raise my vibration, not just for me to live my best life ever, which will also happen, but to also raise the vibrations of the collective, like it is my duty. This is why I chose to incarnate at the time that I did. And if we look at it from that perspective, there's so much empowerment that comes from that, but also just, you know, so much healing that can be done in the collective if we all kind of, you know, fulfill our responsibility to be the light worker. You don't have to be this guru or this, you know, ascended master or, you know, whatever the case may be, you can literally be somebody who works a regular job, you know, and, and does regular things, but maybe, 30 minutes to an hour a day, or maybe even 10 minutes to 15 minutes a day, you take some time to meditate and raise your vibration. Yes. Yes. And raise that vibration. And I actually, I pulled an Oracle card today that was so perfect, but I'm going to have to do like, a quick, this never happens, a quick 30 seconds to unlock the door for my partner really fast. He's yeah. Scratching at it. Hold on yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I like her just scratching in the background. Behind the scenes. Yeah, the no worries. <laughs> no worries. Okay. I live with well, my partner too, so it's always like, <laughs> you know, we're dealing we're dealing with this new reality. Yeah, I was like I was like on here listening to you. I was like, oh yeah, that's so powerful. All of a sudden I hear this like scratching and realized I never unlocked the door that that's we don't so carry funny. the key for. Um, <laughs> okay. Um I was talking about an oracle card I pulled today, which was about raising, oh, it was about alignment and raising the collective energy. And it was about, wow. <laughs> it was about everything that you decide to hold on to in your life that's not in alignment for you. It's just contributing to all of this misalignment within the world itself. And it was phrased mm. a lot more beautifully than that one. Yeah. But the point was, is that you have the power to shift collective consciousness just by shifting the things that don't feel right for you in your life and coming back yeah. to a place that feels very true for you like that not only mm -hmm. is super empowering empowering and like makes you feel good because you're choosing yeah. things that feel good but it's also yeah. contributing to the collective growing mm -hmm. as a whole and being able to choose what feels good for the world and not yeah. have to go hold on to all this stuff that doesn't feel right exactly absolutely yeah i love that Okay, so now I just realized we've been having this beautiful conversation and, but like, what is sound healing? Okay, we've been talking about consciousness, this is awesome. We've been talking about sound healing, we've been talking about soundology, but for everyone who's like, well, what is that? <laughs> yes, 
So simply put, sound baths are just a form of meditation that utilize the sound to help us drop into a deeper state. The methods and frequencies used in sound baths actually have the ability to influence our brainwaves. So typically we're operating from a beta brainwave, which is good when we're writing emails, when we're working, when we're, you know, on a podcast and chatting and communicating. But a lot of times we have trouble shutting that off. So sound baths really help us transcend and come into a slower brainwave. I mean, just the action of closing the eyes and focusing on the breath can have a profound impact on our brainwaves and bring us into alpha, which is a slower brainwave, a more restful brainwave. But the power of sound healing is that it can actually influence our brainwaves and, and train them. Entrainment is this process where our brainwaves will begin to match frequencies that are external. So the, yeah, so sound baths can influence us to drop into brainwaves like theta and sometimes even delta, which have been associated with deep healing. It's like that, that state between awake and asleep. And really when we're completely um, disconnected from, from this 3D reality, we're not thinking about the day, we're not thinking about our to-dos, we're not thinking about, um, you know, whatever, all of the things. We're in this place of pure awareness, pure consciousness. And because of that, sometimes people can have experiences where I've had people tell me, I felt like I was flying over the ocean during a sound bath, which is insane. It's amazing. And it's like this state that we can get into and not all the time. You know, sometimes I'll have people tell me I couldn't shut my mind off and that's totally fine. It's always about honoring where we're at, but at its most basic core, sound baths are just a deeply restorative, deeply healing modality. Um, and they've actually done studies where they take a water molecule and they place it under a microscope and they ran sound frequencies through this molecule and they found that sound has the ability to raise the vibration of water. So if we think of our bodies as being nearly 70% water, it affects us the same exact way. So I always joke and say, it's like a deep tissue massage at the molecular level, <laughs> but you know, that. you're, you're yeah, you're just, um, you're basically just laying down during a sound bath. You can receive sound baths sitting up, but traditionally you're laying down, your eyes are closed, and all you're doing is staying open and receiving and allowing the sound frequencies to take you into this deep meditative place of relaxation, of deep healing. Um, and a lot of times we'll work with the chakra system. So the particular instruments that I work with are tuned to each individual chakra. So a lot of times you can work through stagnant energies that might be stuck in your energetic body and your energetic field. Um, and then of course, sometimes I'll even infuse a little bit of Reiki into them, which is really yummy, guide meditation through it. But yeah, sound baths are just this amazing healing modality that is accessible to almost everyone. And that's what makes them so, so popular that, you know, you don't have to be this master meditator you can, you know, maybe just be a beginner in meditating and lie down for a sound bath and be in a meditative state for 40 minutes to an hour because the sound baths just help so much help us drop into that deep state. I love that. It sounds like that would be really good for people who have a hard time meditating and being still, like with active meditation and just being like regular stillness, drop down meditation. So that would be a really great tool to try a sound bath and see if that yeah. is what they need to relax that their brain waves and to relax all of that like chitter chatter in their mind yeah um, and I was actually just thinking when you were saying that I was like when you started talking about these beta brain waves when they're constantly yeah. firing and moving I mm -hmm. last night I was like up until like 2 a.m in the morning which is so rare for me usually I like completely pass out at 11 and I just like couldn't get my brain to stop moving and as soon as you start talking about the brainwaves, um, it made me think of how powerful this practice would be for people who have difficulty sleeping too and have difficulty yeah. ending their day um, totally. and relaxing. And I know that like sound healing has so many other benefits and so many healing modalities. So like just thinking like from, oh yeah, I could have used that last night. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I turned on my phone and found a sound bath. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, sound baths have a plethora of benefits ranging from the obvious reducing stress and anxiety, but also improving sleep, improving memory, overall mood, you know, it can actually help reduce blood pressure. So at the physiological level, it's deeply healing, but absolutely helping with sleep 100%. (laughs) People sometimes even pass out during sound baths. So right now we're doing them virtually, obviously, because of social distancing. But in my in-person sound baths, I always call out in the beginning, if your neighbor falls asleep or all family here, you can definitely nudge them if they start snoring. And if you start snoring, don't even worry about it. That's like a standing ovation for a sound healer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. That just sounds so powerful. I've never been in a sound healing like in person. Um, I've only ever heard them like over like virtually, but I was in a meditation once and they were using Tibetan like the metal bowls. Yeah. Um, what, what are they called? Tibetan? Yeah, they're just the Tibetan bowls. They're singing okay, bowls. Yeah, yeah some yeah. are just made of different metals. Some are made, the ones that I used are made of pure quartz, crystal quartz. So they're different. Um, they have different sounds. They have different resonances, but they're both equally as powerful. Yeah. And it like, I had been doing this like one meditation and all I did was like do a little like, like that was it. It was yeah. not sound bath or anything. It was just like a ding to get into the meditation. And I remember thinking like I could feel the vibration of that run through my body in a way that I hadn't completely felt like from a virtual one before. Um, and it was really amazing feeling that power in person. I was wondering if you've had that experience of like what if you prefer like vir- like virtual sound baths yeah. versus in-person sound baths and if that, yeah. what the difference is and if there is a difference or For sure, for sure. I mean, obviously in person, it's just so much more powerful because you're bathed in sound, literally. I've had people tell me, you know, during a sound bath one time, this guy kept tossing and turning and he was flipping over and I was like, you know, I was like, man, like he can't get comfortable, like I feel bad. And then at the end, I went up to him and I was like, hey, like, were you okay? Like, do you have some discomfort? And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, I'm just, you know, I noticed that you were moving around a lot. Um, Wanted to see if maybe we could make any recommendations next time for, you know, just a more ideal positioning that would be comfortable. And he was like, oh, no, I was turning because I wanted to, like, feel the vibrations on different parts of my body. So you can literally feel vibrations on your body. And that's just, like, even more magical. Obviously, virtual is still really powerful. But if you can get to one in person, go seek one out. Come to one of mine. Like, get you some. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, now's the perfect time to like kind of get introduced to everything virtually because you can be in your home, you can, you don't need to go out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then coming out of quarantine, it's like, oh yeah, bam, now you can go to like a sound bath yeah. in person and see that totally. feeling and know what you're getting into, which is really beautiful. Yeah, I actually, okay, I love what you were saying about the water, about how mm. like it raises the vibration of water. I was just reading about how positive thoughts do that too. And there was like a study that was looking at like the crystalline structure of water and one, and it was just like a person talking to the water and saying, I love you versus saying Mm -hmm. like, I hate you. And like having those two Mm -hmm. different vibrations. And when it was like, when the person was saying uh, like an affirmation of love, the water was this like beautiful, it looked like a snowflake, like under a microscope. It like was this beautiful crystalline structure. And when someone said something that was like, I hate you, or something that was like a very negative energy, it, the crystalline structure was like all over the place. It was, it was like not even, it was not pretty, it looked like a giant blob. So it's so interesting to see how water, like how water itself is affected by all these things. And I love how you mentioned yeah. like, our bodies are almost all water. So like just imagine totally. like, sound healing, like what you're actually telling yourself, like all of yeah. that impacts you from like a scientific level not just absolutely feel good which is also scientific but like (laughs) interesting to like see that (laughs) yeah you know and there are actually studies that are coming out right now that they're trying they prove that water holds memory water holds memory 
And that's really powerful because then it just makes you reevaluate how you speak to yourself, you know, the way that you interact with, with water, whether it's your own blood or water that you drink or water that you bathe in, you know, it's powerful. Oh, I love that. I haven't actually heard of that study, but this, this yeah. Sound, yeah, that's beautiful. Um, and this might sound kind of weird, but I'm actually like really happy about, <laughs> about this day because I feel like it's, it's creating like this great world for our children right now. Did you ever see Frozen 2? I that? loved Frozen 2. Okay, too. yes, I loved it too, <laughs> and I loved how like one of the themes was that water holds memory. So as soon as yeah. you said that, like that was actually oh, the yeah. first time I had heard that on a children's movie. And it made me so happy hearing you say like, this is just proven because it's showing how our media is starting to welcome these like ideas that are so important mm. and things that like yeah. our society has taken for granted for so long and actually welcoming them back into um, what we teach our youth and totally. teach ourselves. I mean, like I'm in my twenties and I still learned something from Frozen 2 by hearing that same same but you know it's funny to your point like that our society is finally coming around to these things it's like at one point ancient civilizations and indigenous tribes you know they honored the land they honored the water this was things that was innately just commonly acknowledged and known and there didn't need to be science backing it there didn't need to be all of this research that proved because it was energetic and they felt it because they were so much more connected to the earth and the land so it's beautiful to see us coming back to that kind of way of being although much different now that we're more reliant on technology which is good I I think that technology has a lot of um benefits and blessings and and has opened up new opportunities for us to communicate and just be more efficient but also it's taken us so much further away from what is innately within us and I think now we're starting to realize like you know whoa like we we gotta first of all apologize to our mother we've been very disrespectful (laughs) but then also you know nurture her because she provides and just get back to the land, you know? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I love that so much. Um, and it, it goes so much into like what I do as a wisdom guide also. Um, mm. Because like ancient societies, not even like that ancient. I know we're talking about like just like maybe like 200 years even. And then like at all the way before it, like there was this deep respect for a woman and her menstrual cycle and mm. knowing and like, tribal leaders used to go to women when they were bleeding for advice with what the tribe should do and yeah there's so many of these beautiful rituals where like women um the red tent which some people may have heard of which is where women would generally they would pretty much all bleed at the same time because they were so connected Mm -hmm. to nature and the moon but if they weren't that they're that was totally fine too but whenever they were bleeding they would go into this red tent and every but the elves would take care of them. And it'd be this time wow. where they could actually rest and tap into this like sacred intuition and tap into the divine because that's when you're like the most open to the divine is when you're bleeding. And it was this time when, yeah, when like tribal leaders would come and counsel them while they were in the red tent. And there's just this beautiful reverence and and society once like, um, once colonialism started coming through and once technology started coming extreme, like, our society kind of pushed that into being not like an empowering act. Um, mm. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this correctly. So like a lot of societies right now who used to honor a woman's menstrual cycle and used to be doing these red tents, they still like women aren't supposed to like cook on their menstrual cycle, but now it's seen instead of being seen as, oh, we're going to honor you and cook for you. It's now seen as you can't cook because you're dirty. And it, yeah. so it's like this, this idea of like the patriarchal society came through and instead of honoring a woman, it turned all of these like beautiful ideas into something that was um, like a reflection on dirtiness and not being clean and not being worthy instead of being like, we're going to let you take the day off and honor you 
it's like you need to take off the day off because we don't want to be anywhere near you. Right. Um, yeah. So it's interesting to see too how like these shifts have, ha- have happened in our society. Mm. Like you were saying, like we've gotten so far from that connection to nature and even like that deep connection to our body. And it, it's almost like some of those things are still there. It's just like the mindset around them has completely like flipped in the opposite direction. Which totally. Thinking about it, it's kind of crazy. It's like, but it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like why flip something so beautiful to something more negative? Mm, yeah. Well, you know, society is calibrating. It's recalibrating. Yeah. There is the rise of the divine feminine happening right now. And, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's growth and and we're learning relearning so i think you know i think for generations to come for the young women i have a little sister who is only 16 you know and to see her growing up and in 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 a such much more empowered way and she's so sure and she's so and granted not everyone you know everyone has different experiences but i think overall there's just so much more um, freedom for for the women that are growing up to be empowered and be comfortable in their skin and feel like they also deserve a seat at the table. And, you know, it's it's beautiful to watch because I think even our generation, obviously, you know, we had a lot more opportunities than our mothers and our grandmothers. So it's like there is that trajectory that's changing and evolving and becoming and uh i personally think that will help heal humanity <laughs> yes i love it i completely agree mother completely yeah. same page yes mm. i love it and i think that that also like i feel like that comes like full around to like sound healing too because sound healing is this like beautiful experience where you kind of get taken out of like anything that's happening around in society and you like are put into this like ancient wisdom of your body and of just like sound yes. and the medicine of it um mm-hmm. it's such a beautiful modality yeah uh, it's that, like humanity healing <laughs> totally totally you know I always say that my goal is to guide people to come back into their own alignment you know it's like it's nothing that I am delivering that you know, it's not already innately within themselves. It's more so just guiding them to vibrate higher, to come back into their alignment, because there is so much intelligence and light codes coded within our very own DNA. I mean, think about it. Our bodies have the ability to heal. Our, as women, we have the ability to create and bring life. We are divine beings. And there is so much, you know, so much goodness that can happen when we activate these light codes. But a lot of the times we're walking around to sleep and these codes are, are, you know, dormant. But when we come back into alignment, I mean, we literally activate and transcend and, and we're walking medicine, you know, we're walking healers and it's innately within every single one of us you just need to come back into alignment you know maybe shut down the the social media um turn off the netflix and and just come back into your body come back drop into your heart drop into your breath and just like come inward and through coming inward we expand outward into this you know um for for lack of better term like 5d reality we're in this like 3d reality which basically just means like this reality that we live in with like stressors and and war and you know um oh my gosh i'm getting wrinkles and you know all of the things right but when we're able to transcend that and drop into that 5d reality we're able to tap into the unified field the quantum field i mean there are scientists trying to measure this quantum field, this unified field of energy. Some people might call it God. Some people might call it the universe, but there is no denying that it is there. And there is no denying that we always have access to it. Like literally this very second, you can tap into that always. It's nothing that you have to earn or graduate to. You just have to, you know, come back into your body. And again, drop back into slowing down your brain waves so that you can shut off the frontal cortex, shut off the mind and open up your intuition, open up your third eye, 
Um, and it all sounds very woo-woo, but it's also very scientific. You know, this, these are things like people can literally measure brain waves. And when people report having those mystical experiences, it's when they're in delta, when they're in gamma. It's slowing down the brain waves from beta, dropping down to theta, delta, gamma. You know, I mean, if you get to gamma, like, you're you're killing it <laughs> but like yeah it's it's uh it's pretty amazing again going back to technology how it's so beautiful that we can prove these things scientifically there's science there's research to back it all uh, but then there's also just such an inner knowing like you can feel it like you can feel it in your bones when you're transcending when you're ascending when you're you know just like in in the void when you're not thinking about the past when you're not thinking about the future when you're fully tuned into the eternal present like that is heaven you know that is that is like that's the goal and it's always accessible to us and it's again coming back to um just grounding into the practices that we have the access to and ability to do you know you don't need to invest a ton of money all you need to do is have a seat close your eyes and breathe <laughs> yes oh my gosh yes i love that i love that idea of like coming back into alignment like really dropping down and being fully in the present and i really i really feel like when we're in that state too we're like in our full authenticity like we're not holding on to anything that's not ours we're fully like mm. in our authentic self and we're fully autonomous too like we are making decisions based on our intuition not based on what other mm -hmm. people think we're really yeah. like into our own inner power and our in own inner knowing and like you were saying being able to tap into our intuition and really be able to make choices from a very autonomous place that mm -hmm. we can feel confident in our choices we can feel confident in the moment and in the present yeah being there i love that mm -hmm. Yeah, wow, that's so powerful. Yeah, we're all sovereign beings. And you know, when you make a decision from a place of just like inner knowing, there's nothing anyone could tell you that would make you sway your decision. You'd be like, no, I feel it. This is this is my move. <laughs> yes, yes, I love that. Mm. I feel like that's, it's like, it's very empowering to live your life from a place of that too, of that like inner knowing. Mm. And it's really yeah. empowering to like look back and be like, some of the major decisions and I like talk to people all the time who like have this experience too where they're like oh yeah like one of my most biggest experiences in my life just came from me having that like yes in me and like you were saying totally. with like soundology it was just like that yes yeah um, and it is it's, it's beautiful being able to tap into that because mm -hmm. that's really like that's our inner knowing our inner healer guiding yeah. us our, ancestor, our inner guru for sure yes, yes. yeah Okay, Natalie, do you have any last words that you would like to share with our listeners and you'd like to leave them with today? You know, oh my goodness, I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, why don't we, um, yeah, why don't we tune into our, our hearts and our bodies before we, before we leave? So for our listeners, if you just want to, if you're in a place where you can close your eyes, make sure you're not driving <laughs> and just find a comfortable spot to sit, bring your eyes to a close and we'll have our left hand over our hearts, right hand over our bellies and just breathe into the hands here. And as you breathe, maybe you begin to notice the subtle heartbeat under your left hand. Or maybe you notice the rise and fall of your belly under the right. And as you notice these subtle mechanisms, inner workings of our bodies that are automatic, they're involuntary, allowing the heartbeat and the breath to be a reminder of that divine intelligence coded within our DNA. And maybe feeling a sense of reverence, a sense of honor for the sacred vessel in which our spirits reside in this lifetime.
and from this place acknowledging that we are always in ceremony. It is all sacred. And perhaps leading with an open heart from this place of knowing. And take a deep inhale. Part the lips, sigh it out on the exhale. And dropping the palms, gently opening the eyes whenever you're ready. Oh, that was so beautiful. Thank you so much for that. You're so welcome. I feel like that was the perfect way to close this podcast. That was so cool. I love that. Okay. Well, for all of our listeners who are so who are listening and feeling inspired and really want to get in contact with you, what are the best media for them to find you on? Yeah, so you can connect with me on Instagram. It's just at loveandalchemy underscore. And then my website for my contact info or any upcoming events, it's just loveandalchemy.com. And yeah, please, please reach out and connect. I would love to hear from all of you. Yes, and I'll put all of that in the show notes. And is there anything coming up that, um, that you have coming up that you'd like to tell our listeners about right now or any kind of yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing a weekly Friday night donation based group Reiki with sound healing. So definitely tune into that. And then depending on when this comes out on May 31st, I am leading co-leading a beautiful workshop with two other healers called Divine Rising. And it brings together the modalities of sacred movement and dance, breathwork and sound healing sound healing. So um, that is also going to be donation based. So please join us. And yeah, that's beautiful. And yes, this podcast will definitely come out enough time for you guys all to head over there and check that out. Oh, that's so exciting. I feel like this hour went by so quickly. So fast. (laughs) fast. I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for shining your light and sharing all of this beautiful information and wisdom with us. Thank you you for having me, babe. Seriously. And thank you for the work that you do, putting out the knowledge, the resources for your community. Thank you. Thank you. That means so much. And thank you to all of our listeners who held the space for yourself today to take in all this wisdom, to do the meditation, to really expand and expand your light. I want to honor you for holding the space for yourself. Thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowering the Light podcast. If you loved this episode, please share it so that we can spread this light and empowerment to more people. I also want to invite you to join my free Divine Feminine community. Within this community, you will receive exclusive content and updates via email, be invited to my free virtual moon circles every month, which are so much fun, by the way. And you'll have access to our private Facebook group that is always being updated with more content and conversation. You can find the link to join on my website, liliageston.com, spelled L-I-L-I-A-G-E-S-T-S-O-N.com. I can't wait for you to listen to more episodes and would love to know what you want to hear next. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at lilia underscore Geston or email me at lgeston at gmail.com so that we can bring you the content that inspires your true autonomy.